You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on KPEL965.com. Down from about a half million in January, but far more than economists expected. And this also surprised them. The unemployment rate went up to 3.6%, mainly because more people became unemployed than moved into a job in this. And those people who were unemployed, uh, they lost a job or finished temporary work. Now, wages in this report are still outpacing inflation. Fox Business Network's Edward Lawrence on Wall Street. The Dow down 40 points. She survived. Her unborn baby did not. A woman, 28 weeks pregnant among the eight wounded in a shooting rampage at a Jehovah's Witnesses place of worship in Hamburg, Germany. Six others killed. Prosecutors say the gunman, a 35-year-old German national identified only as Philip F., in line with German privacy rules, took his own life, adding he fired more than 100 rounds during the attack. Fox's C.J. Papa. Police say they did get an anonymous tip recently claiming the man showed anger toward religious groups and may not have been mentally fit to own a gun. Former President Trump may be close to being indicted. He's been invited to speak next week to a New York City grand jury investigating alleged hush money paid to porn star Stormy Daniels before the 2016 election to keep her quiet about an affair that the former president, who's running again, denies ever having. Posting on social media, it's part of a witch hunt. And our enemies around the world are laughing at all the investigations. They could not be happier as they brilliantly plot our demise and destruction. We have to get back to making America great again. As wintry weather across the northern U.S. and parts of California already snowed under, we'll get rain and snow, including the Sierra Nevadas. You don't need to come to Tahoe this weekend. There's way too many things going on here, and you're just going to be in the way. Tahoe resident Aaron Kelly amid a state of emergency in heavy snow causing roof collapses. That's Fox's Jeff Manasso. America's listening to Fox News. Is your home's title still in your name? What would you do if you discovered you're the victim of a home title theft and that the one document that proves you own your home is no longer in your name? With Home Title Lock's free lookup service, you can verify your home is still safely in your name. Thieves can now discover the title to your home online. They simply forge your signature on a transfer document stating you sold your home to them. Then they take out loans on your home or sell it to some unsuspecting buyer. Homeowners insurance and common identity theft programs do not protect you. Home Title Lock does. Home Title Lock puts a virtual shield around your home's title to help keep criminals away. First things first, verify your home's title is still in your name with Home Title Lock's free lookup service. There's no obligation. It's absolutely free. Then register your address for 30 free days of protection. Visit HomeTitleLock.com slash free. HomeTitleLock.com. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media.
Hello, welcome to Moon Show. Great to have you back, folks, as it is Open Forum Friday on the Moon Graffon Show, and it is great to be here. Great to be back in the studio, Brandon's going, yeah, finally. <laughs> That's sad. I usually don't miss hardly any program, especially this time of year. I just don't miss much. Well, you didn't miss yesterday. You were in bed. Well, I know, but what I'm saying is I the other day, and I'll tell people what it is. I had a, a friend of mine. He's uh, 76 years old. He's a great, great friend, and uh, used to be a fishing buddy in, in Monroe, and uh uh, you know, he moved to Oklahoma after I moved to, to Lafayette, and I I hadn't seen him in a couple of years. You know, and before that, I only I saw him. Uh, it was three or four years, and uh, and like I tell me and Coach was talking about, it's uh, you know you don't, just don't ever know when you're gonna see somebody for the last time, especially when they don't live right by you anymore. So when he called and told me he was coming, uh, radio be damned. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, man. Oh, look, I'm all, I'm being real blunt about it, like I always have. Radio be dang. I, I, uh, it was. We had a couple of really great days and family stuff, and uh, you know, sometimes you do it during the week. And anyway, you know, we just added one hundred seven point three uh, FM. My good friends at Guarantee Broadcasting, and, and and with all the markets that we do have, and I'm humbled to be here. And I really don't try to miss many days during the. I've only people don't realize, it except for holidays, Brandon. I told you this. I miss sixteen, eighteen days a year. I count holidays on the radio, and that's it. And in the radio business, people have been in the business for 30 years, Brandon. I know here and some other places, they get six, five weeks off and six weeks off. And yep. I try not to do that because my name's on the shelf. Mm-hmm. But, but but I do take some time. I'm not, I don't have to explain it. I know, but I'm just doing it to let you kind of get an idea. Anyway, great to have you back with us. 844-766-6607. I know uh, uh, Mr. Temple's going to be through here. He's running for insurance commission at 930. Uh, I know Tim Metcalf stopping by. Gary Forrest at 1030. Brian, they, they, they were showing in New Orleans. They only had 32,000 signatures that were turned over to the media. In other words, really? you know, remember the advocates sued to get all the names, which I think is outrageous. But anyway, that's the advocate. They're outrageous. Anyway, sued, but they, they said it's only 32,000 names they got. And they, think they had to get to 40, well, it was 49-something. It dropped to below 40. 45. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But 32,000 ain't 45. So no. I, I don't know. You know, we'll wait and see. I don't. There's still some time they're looking at all of them, but they don't even have the numbers. Why well, count? But maybe you have to. Maybe there's a process. Anyway, that's that's going on. Gary, will kind of feed us in on that as we rock and roll. All right, Governor's race, big thing. Stephen Wags back. Wags in the race, been on his program uh, several times. Welcome to the race. I, like I told you before, I do not care who gets in the race. Get in the race. You want to get in the race? Get in the race. You want to? You know, I, I and I told y'all, be cool. We don't know the twists and turns on everything yet, and we still don't. We know that there's uh, Wag is running as a Republican. So there's, what, five Republicans, independent, Mr. Uh, Hunter Lundy, and then uh, 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 Governor Edwards' guy, uh, Sean Pothole Wilson. Uh, Brad, you, did you see? Did you see? Now, Keel put this out. You remember, what was the number that comes to mind, Mr. Como, when I say we have a backlog in roads? What is the number that comes to mind? Wasn't it 16, is it million or billion? It's, Billion. billion with a B, 15, okay. Fifteen billion is the number yeah. that's been put out there. I think the number was around, uh, and I might be wrong, it's around thirteen or fourteen billion. Uh, when uh, Mister Mister Sean Wilson, Mister Pothole, got in here, so now Keel is reporting that it's eighteen billion dollars. So. I don't know how somebody's going to run on fixing roads and building bridges. <laughs> All they did is gotten worse. And of course we don't you don't want to blame the DOTD guy. We don't want to blame it. No, we don't blame Edwards for nothing. 
I mean, he has hurt this state so bad, you're going to see really has. Lanny Keller's got a piece today that's absolutely laughable. I'll get to that later in the program. But but Wagaspak enters the, the governor's race. And I just, I, my, you know, and I do have some questions. And one of the big questions is, you know, Wagas talked about running for governor forever. Everybody that's been around him knows that. And and my hope and prayer is, I mean, he was a he was one of General's top dogs. Now they lied about him. This one guy is lying the fannies off and said, uh, 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 what is the guy, Brand? He comes over here, Stephen Hanworth. Oh, yeah. Stephen Hanworth said, the architect behind Bobby General took a billion dollar surplus, turned into a three billion dollar deficit, declared for governor. Han- Stephen Hanworth is a liar. Stephen Hanworth is a big time liar. There's never been a three billion dollar budget deficit. I mean, just throw a number out there. And never been a two billion dollar budget deficit. That was just thrown out there. And I explained that a thousand times. Brandon cut my mic off one time. I explained it so much. There was never a $2 billion budget deficit. That was made up by Edwards and the legendary backstabber, Jay Darden. They just made that number up. They gave it to the media, and they ran with it. So now, so you see how rumors get started, Brandon? Mm-hmm. So Edwards and them lied through their teeth to make them look like, oh, we're inheriting such a bad budget deficit. We're going to cut the hospitals and cut the schools and cut education and cut health care. And I remember, uh, who was the guy that was the guy I had on from the hospital over here? Oh, uh, Calicon. Calicon, David Calicon. When I told him he was going to get all the money, he was closed. I saved the hospitals, and he came on the program not once but twice. And I said, David, you're going to come on when you get your money, huh? and, and we're going to talk about this because you're going to get your money. Oh, I'll come back on. I can't find a dude. It's <laughs> like finding Waldo. You can't find him. Now he's left Lafayette, and he's toward the Shreveport market. So you can't find Waldo or Calicon, whatever way you want to look at it. So I just kind of got a kick out of that. So, anyway, Wagaspak, uh, I don't know what his base is going to be. I don't know how he's going to raise money. I, I just I just got a few questions. Did he? I'm, I'm afraid. I'm going to tell you who I think gets had in this whole deal, and it's bad, and it makes it look bad. And that's the board of directors and people at Lobby that knew this was coming. And don't tell me some people didn't know this was coming because they knew it was coming. So we got a lobbyist that wants to be governor. A lobbyist. Just being blunt. He's a lobbyist. That's what he does. He negotiates with Republicans and Democrats. He's one of those in-between guys. I want a Republican Democrat. So I think that needs to be brought up. Is, is lobby taking a hit on this? Does lobby look bad on this? I think they look horrible. You're giving money to lobby and the guy. Number two, this is the time of year lobby shines. They raise a lot of money. They pick a lot of candidates. They get involved in races. Okay. So you got the guy as the captain of the ship jumping off the ship. So who's who's going to take care of that? Does that falter? Who steps up in that? Because Wag has left a gigantic hole for lobby. I'm talking about a big hole. This is March the 10th. You're in election mode already. Number two, and so and this is this is this is a couple. I just want to ask a couple questions. Uh, is Wag put up? I'm asking a question. Is WAG put up by the anybody but Landry group? Because I want to know. I think this is important. Is this the anybody but Landry movement? I know WAG always wanted to run for governor. There's no doubt about that. I'm not saying, but is he got caught in because they were looking for candidate, anybody but Landry? You got John Schroeder, conservative. Sharon Ewers running as a conservative. Uh, Richard Nelson's a conservative. Jeff Landry's a conservative. You got four conservatives over here. So is that group 
which is mostly the Millie Mouth Republicans, name only type, got a lot of money, made probably made money off of government some kind of way. That that's the anybody but Landry crowd. And mixed in with a few elitist Democrats. Because I if WAG is running with that crowd and Garrett Graves is off of WAG and Garrett Graves was in that crowd. I just want to know. I, it's not a big deal, but I'd like to know. We'd like to know where all the players are coming from. Is he with the anybody but Landry Crowd? I, I, I'm just, I'm just asking the question, folks. Not, I want Wag to come on the program. He can answer it when he comes because I'm gonna ask him. Number two, or number three, whatever number I'm on. To. You know, I got Common Core math. I'm, it may take me a while. This is a big question, folks. Let me put this out there. We got uh, what we call consider five Republican candidates, right? Question asked all of them, but I'm going to ask Wags back too. If you don't make the runoff, are you going to support the front-running Republican? This needs to be asked to Wags back, Landry, Nelson, Hewitt, and Schroeder. Are you going to get behind a Republican in a run? Because right now, the way it's set up, Sean Wilson went from getting in to in the runoff. Is, is Pothole going to be left out of the debates? Is Pothole going to not be looked at at all? He's Edwin Bell Edwards' guy. He's pro-abortion. Oh, not him personally, but everybody else. He's also pro-letting boys play in girls' sports. He said that on a radio station. here. That, that's his words, not mine. And then we got an $18 billion backlog with the roads, so we've added about $4 billion since he's been there. If you're getting backlogs, you're not fixing roads. I could be wrong on that. Or they're going to let him go free. But as Wagaspack, if he's with the anybody but Landry crowd, Brandon, remember anybody but Trump crowd and the anybody but Vitter crowd, you know what they did? They went vote for Bill Edwards, and they went vote for Joe Biden. That, that's, that group of people that do that, and I know some of them, God bless them. I'm not going to tell you what I really think because I might lose some old friends. Anybody? So is he willing to vote no matter who the Republican candidate is for governor against Sean Wilson? Is he going to challenge Sean Wilson while he's running ads? And is he going to vote for the Republican candidate and support him if he doesn't make the runoff? And I think that is a gigantic question to ask all these people. Take a break. You're listening to the Moon Show. You know that Acadiana Security Plus is the best local choice for commercial security. But did you also know they are ranked nationally as a top 100 integrator? Acadiana Security Plus is your one-step technology partner, offering integrated intrusion and access control, state-of-the-art cameras with video verification, and mass notification. Their app gives you control from anywhere, so your business is always safe and secure. Call Acadiana Security Plus today at 839-1880. That's 839-1880 or visit getaspnow.com. Hey, folks, don't do pain, do you? What am I talking about? The joint chiropractic. It's unlike anything you've experienced. No appointments are necessary. Just walk in. Open evenings and weekends. No insurance hassles, just affordable chiropractic care. Right now, you can take advantage of their new patient special for only $29, which includes consultation, exam, and adjustment. That's a $45 value. Find location of you by visiting thejoint.com. That's thejoint.com. When you think about how you'll spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? 
probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren. But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could? Protect all mostly retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at Matthew-James.com. Sean Pines Market. Welcome back, Moon Show. Great to have you back with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. If you'd like to be part of the program, your opportunity to be a voice. Yeah, somebody made a good point. Uh, Edwards is back in uh, uh, showing Pothole Wilson. And and the question is, somebody made a, a good point that uh, if Sean was become governor and he needed tax dollars, is he going to threaten LSU football? <laughs> yeah. That's what you do. You threaten LSU football. It's exactly what you do. So anyway, so question is, is it the anybody but Landry Landry Crow behind Wagner's back? I think it's a good legitimate question. Number, number two, will he will he and all of them say when it when it's all said and done, I'm gonna support the Republican? And or, or is he gonna get out there and do what the anybody but Jeff would do, which is basically uh you know, pound pound on Landry, or pound on whoever's going to run. I mean, basically. So, a couple other things, real quick, on this because I, I, I uh, we're going to have a guest in just a few minutes. Uh, Roy Fletcher interviewed Roy Fletcher. Said the people of the state don't know who he is. Uh, some big big hitters. I know the two biggest givers to lobby Grigsby and, and Rusponi are behind Jeff. One of the things that Wag said, Randy, you want me to read this to you? To be sure, I know the campaign would be challenged. I am not a professional politician. Now, Wag, you're a lobbyist. What's the damn difference? Think about it, Brian. What's the difference? I, I've been around all of them. What's the difference between a lobbyist and a politician? You don't have to hold Nothing. political office to be a politician. Absolutely. Don't say you're not a politician. Uh, and then they're going to say, uh, so they can't do an article. Now, this is an article on Stephen Wagaspak. Give the guy his due. He's running for governor. Do an article on Wagaspak. So they didn't article. Well, who do you think they attacked? Who do you think the advocate attacked? It's got to be Bridges. Or it's Jennifer Fry Rhodes. No, Tyler Bridges. <laughs> Tyler Bridges wrote it. I don't even, 
I can read the articles and know who wrote them before I look at who wrote them. So the twit, what does he? What do he think he attacks in the article dealing with the governor's race? He takes a whole paragraph to attack Jeff Landry. <laughs> it's so predictable. Wagespack represents a different Republican brand than Landry. Here we go. Here we anybody but Landry crowd. Who has been a staunch supporter of former President Trump? Landry misses no opportunity to tap in conservative grievances about issues such as how transgender youth are treated in school and library books for LGBTQXCLYLSU teenagers. I mean, gotta take a shot at Landry. The twit, Tyler, by the way, I told y'all I saw him. And he was so mad at me, he couldn't see straight because I don't call him back. And I told him, don't call me because you're not gonna get a call back, and I don't wanna be in one of your stupid articles. <laughs> I did tell him that. He wasn't too happy with me. Uh, Wagaspack, who is well-liked personally by Republicans and Democrats. How you like that? Right after they pound Landry. <laughs> I'm telling you, folks. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. And then he talks about Trey Uso with Gumbo Pack, the nastiest, filthiest, saddest, stupidest, wildest group uh, getting involved in election. Anyway, it's it's just, uh, you know, everybody likes to say I'm not a politician. When you've been a lobbyist for 20, 10 years and you you work in government Bobby, with Bobby General close hand by hand, you, you're a politician. Granted, a lot of people never get elected a politician. A lot of people. And so I wish him the best of luck. I hope we get to talk to him on the program. I hope we get to hear the ideas that he has for the program. The other thing I, I, I that... There's a couple other things that trouble me. Uh, one thing is, and I didn't read this yet, but one thing that Wag said bothered me big time. And one of the things he said was he bragged about how great of a leader Clay Shakespeare is. Now, folks, I got to tell you, if you think Clay Shakespeare is a great leader, a guy who knifed people in the back, that really bothers me. It does. How can anybody brag about Clay Shakespeare? How can anybody want to be around Clay Shakespeare? Clay Shakespeare knifed all the Republicans in the state in the back by going over with the Democrats. Okay? He went over with the Democrats. Here it is, right here. Wagaspack went on to praise House Speaker Clay Shakedown Shakespeare, who walked across the aisle, cut a deal with 37 Democrats so he could be Speaker, and he had more Democrats vote for him than Republicans, and he left 68% of the Republicans on the sideline and knifed them. And that's, that's who he thinks is a good leader? His leadership team, because they don't stand around on the island and just throw bombs and sit in a little bunker. No, they don't. They got out the foxhole and knifed us in the back. They get out the foxhole and fight us. He's the type of Republican Clay Shakes that I would never be in a foxhole with him. Wyatt says they get their hands dirty. Yeah, they do. That's what happens when you knife people in the back. You get blood all over them. They try to bring sides together. How was that bringing together? You leave the Republicans and the conservatives, get a few of your buddies, go across to the Democrats so you can be Speaker of the House. They try to find balance and compromise. There it is, Brandon. Middle of the road. Come on, Wag. Clay Shakes not. That means Clay Shakes not is going to join your campaign, and Clay Shakes not is going to be in your governor if you become governor. Which I, you know, between you and me, I don't see how. We got to take a break. 
I don't say how. But he praising Clay Shakespeare. The knife stabbing shakes not with all the frauds. Jesus help us. Anyway, a lot more to go, folks, when we get back. Mr. Temple with George wants to be the next insurance commissioner. We'll take a break. Be right back. Shucks, you've been hearing me brag about Shucks. has been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. I'm telling you right now, there's shrimp, there's oysters, there's fish, all fresh every day right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to Shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call Shucks. Let them cater the event for you. Or you can go pick it up. Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. Shucks. Oh, Good. Is your land working for you? The mission here at Magnolia Land Management is to make sure your land works for you. You own it, but we work it. Magnolia Land Management forms alliances with landowners to help them maximize the potential income that can be generated from their piece of land. Agriculture contracts, leasing and property contracts, timber harvesting programs. These are just a few of the types of services we provide families to help turn their dirt into revenue. So if you're thinking of selling your property, don't. First call Magnolia Land Management at 337-329-6742. From the humbling beginning, Dino Hardwoods has tried to provide superior service and quality products for their customers. Hey, I know Charles Altman. He does a great job. If you're looking for lumber, Dino Hardwoods stocks a large selection of domestic and import hardwood lumber in Cypress. You ought to see that stuff. Exotic lumber, they got that as well. Trust in Dino Hardwoods. When it comes to your exotic lumber needs right now, molding, plywood, paint, and L products, they are ready for you. they got three great locations. The corporate office is right here in Broussard, Louisiana. There's an office in Shreveport on 2801 Valley View Drive and one in Tyler, Texas, 12492 Highway 155 North. Hey, if you're looking for something different and something new and somebody who will service you, it's Dino Hardwoods. I'm telling you, don't forget Dino Hardwoods. DinoHardwoods.com, DinoHardwoods.com, great locations. They can service you. They can deliver. DinoHardwoods.com. Check out this great Louisiana company. Every now. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. It should be heard around the great state of Louisiana. Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline, 844-766-6607. Open form edition. Brandon always laughs. He said, open form. How many guests you got today? Four? <laughs> yes. Three? <laughs> open form usually means he's got a bunch of guests lined up. It means don't call. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Tim Temple joins us, and, of course, he is running for insurance commissioner. Hey, good. first of all, good morning. Good morning, Moon. Good to see you. You are... You made a run at this last time, and uh, you made it really, really interesting because you came pretty close. Yeah, we did. We got uh, it was forty-seven fifty-three, and uh, you know, first time run, first time statewide. Didn't get where I wanted to be, but I got I was respectable. But you, well, no, no, you're more than respectable. Well, more than That's that. a close race. I mean, uh, oh, what you doing again? Why? why let's get, go background. What you do for a living and things of that nature. Somebody that didn't. Maybe hear about you the first time. Sure, man. You know, uh, to your listeners, I, I grew up in the insurance industry. I'm originally from DeRitter. I live in Baton Rouge now, but I spent over uh, 20 years in the insurance industry. And during that time, 
wore a lot of different hats. I was an uh, insurance agent. Uh, I was a reinsurance broker. I was a part of management team for executive uh, for a uh, commercial trucking firm. I uh, did some catastrophe claims work, so I know claims and uh, managed Bermuda Captive, just a lot of different hats. My family started Amerisafe in uh, DeRitter. They write work comp all over the country. So I grew up in an insurance family, and insurance is a very complex uh, subject in business, and, and I know a lot about it. Yeah. you, uh, Donald's been there for a while. I'm going to ask this question just to be real blunt with you. Sure. Uh, is it really the insurance commissioner's job? Because I know it's easy to say Jim's been down your insurance racing. If I talked to you about that, I told Jim that. I said, Jim, you know, it's, it's an easy sale for somebody. And it is saying, well, well how's your insurance rate? You like them? That's true. Right. But does the insurance commissioner have that kind of effect to really have to change rates? Or is it being more effective with the legislature and the governor to get something done? Well, what, what be, I want you to be, because, yeah. I mean, they could use whatever they, that you use on him, they can use on you if you happen to win that's, the life. That's exactly right. But And it's a little bit of both, Moon. You know? You sign up for the seat, so you got to take the responsibility. I mean, it, it, if things are good, you know, I, I know the current guy in there, He's he tells all the time when rates decrease, he's the first one to issue a press release and go to the headlines and come on your show. But when rates go up, he's nowhere to be found. But I, I, when you sign up for the job, you got to take the good and the bad. I heard you on, when I was driving in, and you were talking about uh, 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 the transportation secretary. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean... <laughs> He's the transportation secretary, and you're talking about all the, the back of yeah, all the roads. Back of all so the roads. Y- you got to take some of that. But also, I think that the commissioner of insurance office is, and I've heard this other people say it, so I'm not coming up with this myself. It is, the, I believe, the second most important office, statewide office, in Louisiana behind the governor because it's an office that impacts every single person in the state. You got to have auto insurance. If you have a mortgage, you got to have homeowners. Depending on where you live, you got to have flood. You know, I mean, it's a lot of different things that, that impacts everyday lives. I mean, I talk to people around the state right now, and they are literally at the dining room table trying to figure out, do I pay my car note or do I pay my car insurance? Mm-hmm. Do I pay my mortgage or do I pay my homeowner's insurance? And a lot of times, the insurance is more expensive than those, than, you know, than those mortgages and those car notes. So it's very important. It, it does, uh, you know, we, we, we had... We had a couple of three hurricanes. We had a flood, a couple of floods. We didn't yeah. one. We had actually a couple of floods. And I'm not counting New Orleans because they flood if it rains six inches. Uh, no, Mitchell Andrews not that now. But, but no, just your thoughts on that because that does affect what we're going through right now. Well, it does. But, but Moon, here's the thing. And again, comp, you know, insurance is complex. And it's, it's so right. hard to have a you know, short conversation on this. But, yeah, we had, and it was four hurricanes in 12 months. I think we had 800 and some odd thousand claims. Insurance companies, and let's talk about property. Now, you know, and the other thing, and if we can, we need to talk about private passenger auto, and we need to talk about commercial trucking, which that's been a crisis for ten years, and you never hear anybody talk about that. I mean, not you don't hear public, you know, elected sure. officials talking about it. But on homeowners, insurance companies that are riding in the state of Louisiana, they know they have exposure to hurricanes. You can price for hurricanes. What you can't price for is regulatory inflation. You know, you can't price for um, just, you know, the cost of doing business in the state of Louisiana. I mean, you can, but it, it's one that, that, that's extremely expensive. If you know a storm's coming in and you know what your exposure is, you can, you can price for that and you can buy reinsurance for it. We've had, you know, we attracted a lot of companies in the state after Hurricane Katrina, uh, what, five companies, and then you had a dozen or two more come in after this last round of storms we had, what, 12 companies now with the latest? went insolvent 
That means that those people who paid their, their premiums for years, they, we have a hurricane, and they're not there to pay the money. That is the job of the commissioner of insurance, is to regulate those companies. I mean, it says in the law, your job is to make sure insurance is available, affordable, and that companies that do business have the financial resources to pay claims. But is it, is it, is it the job of the commissioner to get companies to come back into state? Because well, what would you do if you're, the, if you're the commissioner to get companies to come back into the state? I mean, right. I, what would you do? I mean, it, what would it, be it your is. plan? I you're mean, right. that's, a, that's a tough job. That's a, and and, and that's, that's the job I'm asking for. So, you know, and, and let me tell you, it is, I would not, and I don't believe that giving $45 million taxpayer dollars to for-profit companies is the right, is the right solution. It was done in 2007. Uh, I that very mixed result. That bad I, and good. Exactly. I hear you know you hear that oh it's wildly successful. What five companies came in, uh, one went insolvent, one left the state, and one had to return some of the money. So I don't think it was successful. I I, I just don't believe that you give taxpayer dollars to fund a program. Well, look, I, what I, you do I, I, I is, won't argue that. But what do you do? That, what do you that's do? The question. No, I agree. So what do you do is you got to look and see why are companies not coming to Louisiana? You know why we have a handful of big national companies that write. Some, some pretty good percentages. Why don't we have more? We need to look at that. One of it, again, is, is Louisiana is, not, is a difficult state to do business with from a regulatory standpoint. We, we, we have, there's a, there's a group called the R Street, and they're a D.C. think tank, and, and they, what they do is they look at all the states from a regulatory mm-hmm. environment, and they give them a grade. They've been doing this for 12 or 13 years now. Louisiana, with the exception of the second year they started this, we had a C-. minus. We've had a D or an F all of those years. During the years we had an F, two of those years, I believe we were the only state that had an F. So insurance companies don't have, we have to buy insurance, but insurance companies don't have to sell yeah, in I, Louisiana. So we got to attract their but capital. Tim, okay, but my question is, because if you get to, if you're fortunate enough to win, what are you going to do to bring them in? Well, I mean, I, mean, I don't think you're giving out a secret right now. They can't no, go no, run no. and do it. No. I mean, what well, do you do again, to bring in? Because you know yourself, when you got a lot of companies that are competing, Yep. you know, it seems to help the competition brings the rates down and things of that nature. So what do you what would you do? I mean, I'm, I I want right. to know because well that's what I'm saying. Nobody's so, done anything. So from a regulatory standpoint, we need to make Louisiana a more attractive state to do business. We need to make it easier to to come into Louisiana. We make it we need to make it easier for you to change your rates when when your actuaries deem not when the commissioner allows you to do it, like he currently does. We need to make it easier for companies to change their policy forms when 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 they need to. I mean, all those things make it harder to do business, which makes it more difficult for companies. But how to you, want how to are you going to do that with the well, regulations? Well, as commissioner, you can you can tell companies that they can change their rates when they're actuarially justified, not once every twelve months, like again the current commissioner does. Uh, you can make you can you can identify the bottlenecks. You can work with the legislators. You can work with stakeholders. You can policyholders. Tell me what works and what doesn't work. Here's an example. Okay, we had, what, 7,000, I think that's the current number, 7,000 people filed complaints with the Department of Insurance mm-hmm. after all these storms. Okay. No one has done an analysis from the department to figure out what were those 7,000, what was the root cause of those 7,000 claims? Mm-hmm. Let's figure out what that is. I mean, no one, the department hasn't done it. They haven't looked into it and, and then taken that information. You take that information and you go back to the insurance companies and you say, guys, you need to do a better job on this. Or tell us why this was a problem from an insurance company standpoint. If it was a law, let's look at changing it. That doesn't get done. We have a very reactionary leadership up there. It's, you know, this incentive program, $45 million taxpayer dollars 
they they tried that back in 2007. Well, I, I was, there was no, I was, there's was, no, there's no other solution. That. that was not for that. I mean, you got to have some changes. But well, we had we had a special session in what uh, end of January, early February. Yeah, yeah. February special yeah. session. One instrument was one bill was brought. Yeah, it's I, the first time Louisiana's ever had a special session solely for insurance. They did it after Katrina, and they. But, but I'm gonna tell you something now. The governor made the call at the, the governor, request of the commissioner. Yeah, but they made the call, and he only put up one bill. The governor, if he was really a, a worth his salt, he would have said, we're going to do it, we're going to open it up. Well, I, I mean, I'm saying the governor well, can do that. Well, that, but you're talking about the office and the importance of this office. The commissioner needs to sit there and say, I've got five bills that need to be included in the call. I mean, that's part of the leadership that's not okay. there. Let so. me take a break. When we get back, I want to know what you do with these companies if we can't, if we can't buy them and we don't change some of the regulations you talk about. They're going to ask for the increase. They're going to. It's no doubt about it. His name is Tim Temple. He's running for insurance commissioner in the great state of Louisiana. We'll come back and wrap up with him. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. that Acadiana Security Plus is the best local choice for commercial security. But did you also know they are ranked nationally as a top 100 integrator? Acadiana Security Plus is your one-step technology partner, offering integrated intrusion and access control, state-of-the-art cameras with video verification, and mass notification. Their app gives you control from anywhere, so your business is always safe and secure. Call Acadiana Security Plus today at 839-1880. That's 839-1880, or visit getaspnow.com. Hey, folks. Folks, don't do pain, do you? What am I talking about? The joint chiropractic. It's unlike anything you've experienced. No appointments are necessary. Just walk in. Open evenings and weekends. No insurance hassles, just affordable chiropractic care. Right now, you can take advantage of their new patient special for only $29, which includes consultation, exam, and adjustment. That's a $45 value. Find location in you by visiting thejoint.com. That's thejoint.com. When you think about how you'll spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could protect all most of your retirement wealth from future tax rate increases, achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years? Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at Matthew-James.com. Louisiana is at the... Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. My special guest, Tim Temple. He is running for insurance commissioner. And, of course, statewide races are this fall. Qualifying August. Uh, first elections, October runoffs will be in November. All right. What do you think, uh, what do you think you're going to bring to this office that's going to make it different? Wow. And, and, and you see what I mean by what do you think is going to make it in this office where people are going to go, I, Moon, 
and Brandon see the difference. Because you know how I am, Tim. If you were to win and things start going, I'm going to want you to come back. Now, most people, when I challenge them, they don't come back. All the ones that come back, I love them to death because at least they're sitting there talking to us. And that's all I really want with them. Bell Edwards, I tried to go to Bell Edwards. I even tried to go to the mansion with him and Jay Darden. They wouldn't let me. Two against one. So what I'm saying is, what are people going to see different? And how long will they see a difference? Will it take the whole four years? Will it take two years? Because I think it's a, a legitimate question. No, I think it's a fair question. And, and Moon, listen, I'm not a career politician. That's what we've currently got in the office. And, and like I said, the commissioner of insurance I know, but what doesn't you, control what are you the weather. Do? What are you going to do? Well, that's what I said. You don't control the weather, but you do control the office. You control what your focus is. And, you know, my focus is that insurance is unaffordable in the state of Louisiana. It is. And we have to change it. I will change that by encouraging and working with companies to come into Louisiana, working with the legislature. You know, we're going to have a conservative governor. We're going to have a more conservative House and Senate identifying these bills, or I'm sorry, the laws that are prohibitive from insurance companies doing fair and honest business. That they they got to do that. A company's got to come in and make money so that they can pay a claim, right? So after the Katrina and Rita hurricanes, there was a big effort to go outside the state of Louisiana to companies and identify, sit down with these companies, say, what does it take to get you to come back into the state of Louisiana? That's not being done currently. That's what I will do. That's part of what I will do. Like I said, insurance is complex. You can't have a career politician sit in that office because they're going to make political decisions. I'm going to make business-related insurance decisions. But it seems like just listening to you, Tim, that uh, the governor is still the big dog in this, and the legislature has a lot to do with changing changing the current situation. I'm just saying. I'm not saying that insurance commission doesn't have a place. Didn't say that. But I just think they have a bigger play in the fact they have to be able to do something because you said you're going to be recruiting businesses. Well, if they come here and they know they're going to be broke and they're going to have to go, they're not going to come here. That, that, that makes a difference. But we've got, you know, you've got candidates for running for governor. You've got candidates running for House and Senate that are talking about Louisiana economic development and bringing people into the state of Louisiana. But that's the most overused word I've ever seen. But that, that's part of the conversation, though. <laughs> yeah. you, you want to move somebody from Houston to, to Lake Charles, their insurance just went up. By double on their auto. You want to move somebody from Dallas to Shreveport or from Mobile to New Orleans yeah. when you're the most expensive state in the country for insurance? By the way, there was a there was a, and you would probably appreciate that if you hadn't seen it. They said that young people, you know, it's out migration of young people. We lost some sixty seven thousand people the last two years. And they're now throwing in insurance as being a reason that they're looking at their insurance on a vehicle and they look at jobs and they go to Texas or another state and they're saying, not only not only will I make more money, not only will I maybe not have an income tax, I pay higher property tax, I can send my kids to public school, and insurance-wise, it's a better place to do business. It is, and that's what, and Moon, that's what I'm saying. That's part of what I'm saying. The commissioner of insurance has to be part of this economic development conversation. You have to acknowledge that people are making decisions with their pocketbooks, and insurance cost is part of that decision-making process. So, you got to, again, to lower insurance, you got to have competition. You have to acknowledge that companies don't have to do business. So you got to look deep into why are they not here. Let me, ask, can, let me ask this question to you. When you go out and recruit an a, a insurance company, don't you supposed to, and I'm asking, don't you say, well, you know what, that's an insurance company that wants to be here, but their reputation, don't they have something way to grade these insurance companies before they come here? They do. Or you just open it up to everybody, and good luck if you got some bad ones. Well, there's there are two major rating agencies. Okay. I think is what you're talking about. Yeah, just something yeah. to say 
Company A and B are really good companies, but C and D they they got they kind of shady. Well, and, and that's how they're they're giving. Uh, it's the same thing. It's a letter grade. It's, right. okay. it's, it's what, a letter grade associated with how much financial backing they have behind them. Also, so that's what you want to do. You want to attract the, the the A rated companies. So if a company's if we hear tomorrow and the, the advocate puts four new companies are coming in, well, that's got, good. That's great. But if they're D-rated or C-rated or whatever, don't you need to be well, careful? It could be great, depending on what their rating is. And that's, that's, that's the benefit of having an agent. That's part of their job and responsibility is to, to offer you mm-hmm. quality companies. And they do. An agency, look, they, they, they earn their money. They do a great job out there doing that. But that's part of their job. But, but if the department is attracting companies that have a BC rating, then, like, like well, you just pointed out, what what good is that? You're, you're probably laughing at this, but in Louisiana, what we do is all the things you talked about doing, we don't do. We go to the agency that rates them and say, hey, can you kick them up so we can get them over here? <laughs> that's not like yeah. Louisiana. Hey, that's a B or C, but uh, you can kick them up to an A. Or, I can or, get or, them. I'll, or, I'll change the rating scale so they can get a higher grade. Well, more, Or we allow agencies that are these rating agencies that don't have this higher standards to give an A grade and doesn't mean as much. I mean, oh, that's, that's, a trap. that's a trap that we've been I've in. seen that. I, I remember when a governor general came in and did ethics reform. I laughed because they gutted what's the most important thing in ethics reform. It would be, it would be accountability. It would be they gutted that. They huh. gutted accountability. They, they gutted enforcement. That's what I meant. They gutted enforcement. Now, you can write all the bills you want to. If you don't have enforcement with the ethics, you have nothing. They gutted, and then they grabbed a group that said, hey, we're number one now. We're 44 if we jump to number one. But enforcement, I remember Bob Costelka, the water boy, watered the law. And then they went out there and bragged. We got gold standard of ethics, and we really went down to rust standard. <laughs> I'm just saying, those are the things that, Tim, some of you are laughing at me. Those are the things that in, in insurance you've got to be careful. Well, and, and that's why you've got to have transparency. You know, and that's, that's one of the things that, that, again, I don't believe that we have as much transparency with the, with the current leadership okay. there. Here's a big question. You take over as the insurance commissioner – uh, January 10th, 6th, whatever the swearing date is. How long will it be? And this is a tough question, but I'm going to ask you, how long will it be before Moon and Brandon go, damn, this is getting, this is a little better. This is a little bit more affordable. I'm not talking about uh, $2,000 a year, but this is this is a little bit more affordable. I'm seeing a trend here. How long? Can you tell somebody how long that would be if you were the insurance commission? Well, what I can tell you is from date of election victory, to taking office, I would start right then as commissioner-elect to start meeting with insurance companies and, and, again, the stakeholders to identify what do we need to do. So on swearing in, I'm going to have, you know, I, I would I would have, I would imagine I would have a pocket full of companies that say we're ready to come in. When you make a change, when you, when you oust a 17-year incumbent, you're sending a message to yeah, the industry. Yeah, they can't come in because you mentioned earlier with the governor and legislature, they got to be able to change some regulations and stuff. So, Look, I see what you're saying. Insurance is really, a long, that's, it, that's, that's, that's taking a big step saying, hey, they're going to want to come in the first day. I, I don't know if I that's said, true. I said, well, look, we just had the guy come on and said, you give me $45 million and I have seven companies already on board. As of February 27th, there was only one that had filed their application. So I, 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 didn't, so, I, don't, I don't buy into all those companies. So, so, but no, I'm telling you, Moon, insurance companies like Louisiana from a risk standpoint, right? We have, we have good people. We have good risk. They can get some good rate. They just need to have a, a fair level playing field. To yeah, do. but before and, you the commissioner, you can't make it a fair level playing field. That's all. But I'm you tell, can, but I'm you can start the conversations with the I'm, company I'm not and, with that. and saying, "Tell me as commissioner what you need to see change." 
But, that, you, that, but you can't say and you can't I, I, tell I, me in your first term that things will change within two years, can you? I, I, things will change within two years. I can tell you that. I can't tell you. I can't give you a number. I'd be well, lying but, but, to but you to you say. Gotta, but you got to remember, when people look at change, they're looking at their pocketbooks. I, I mean, I know it's more than that, but but be honest. They're looking at their pocketbooks. How can I well, save a few? Well, I can tell you this. You can't change anything by keep doing the same thing that we've been doing for the last 17 years. That's, that's Louisiana in general. <laughs> All right. People want to get in touch with the campaign. Tell them how to get in touch with it. Yeah. Uh, Moon, uh, uh, Facebook is and, and website. It's Temple for Louisiana. Temple, F-O-R, Louisiana, or Temple for L.A., okay. uh, depending on which uh, social media. But uh, uh, listen, you like your current insurance rates? Keep your current insurance commissioner. Anytime you want to come, let me know. I appreciate it. You always welcome to come. I will be back as often as I can. Thank you. Appreciate you. Tim Temple's his name, running for insurance commissioner. We've got to take a break. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. We'll take a break. Be right back. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. We're about to hear from President Biden. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, reacting to the jobs report showing a hiring slowdown last month, though the 311,000 jobs created were more than expected. The unemployment rate also unexpectedly rose to 3.6% and wage increases outpaced inflation. Now, the Federal Reserve is also watching this wage growth. Companies feel pressure now to raise prices to pay for increased wages. The jobs report is critical at determining how high interest rates will be. Fox Business Network's Edward Lawrence, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen just touted the Biden economy economy at a house hearing. We've seen the strongest two years of business creation in history and real U.S. GDP per capita as at an all-time high. This as Republicans hammer away at the Biden budget plan that'll go nowhere in the House. Congressman Chip Roy tells Fox. His budget makes his priorities clear. His administration is at war with the American people's freedom and prosperity. We need to shrink Washington and grow America. His budget would do the opposite. The president says it would cut the deficit and he proposes raising taxes on corporations and higher earning Americans and put a new wealth tax on billionaires. Former President Trump is calling yet another investigation into him, a witch hunt. Our country has become the investigation capital of the world. Actually, that's all we do. Posting on social media, he did nothing wrong and never had an affair with Stormy Daniels. This after the former president is running again, got an invite to speak before a New York City grand jury next week. It's investigating alleged hush money paid to Daniels before the 2016 election. Parts of California are in for heavy rain, leading to worry about flooding, especially in mountainous areas buried under feet of snow that could melt. I mean, it's frightening, and we've had a long winter as it was. <laughs> Enough! She's in South Lake Tahoe. There are also wintry advisories and warnings from Washington State to Connecticut. America's listening to Fox News. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity during tax season because so much sensitive info is all together. 
Before we start the annual meeting of Sean's personal info, uh, has anyone seen Social Security number? Not me. Nope. Nuh-uh. Oh, no. He's been stolen. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. If you become a victim, we'll work to fix it. No one can monitor all transactions, but you can save up to 25% off your first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. Identity theft protection starts here. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers. Hey, folks, don't forget my good friends at Service Chevrolet and Cadillac's March Madness Sales event is rolling. Make the seasons yours with a new Chevy truck, 0% APR for well-qualified buyers. No payments for 90 days when you finance with GM Financial. Also, finance charges occur from date of financing. So check them out. Check out the great deals. All 2023 Silverados, 1500 crew cab, custom two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, 8000 off. Dealer discount, 5750 GM rebate, 2250 in stock. Ready to go, folks. Check them out. All 2023 Malibu, Malibu LTs. Oh, great, great deals right now for you to move on. And of course, Cadillac, we got special financing. You can find out all of You want to find out about them. All you got to do is go check out our good friends, Shop servicegm.com, servicegm.com, the largest selection of Chevrolets and Cadillacs in the area, getting new inventory every day, servicegm.com. Check us out. You're going to be glad you did. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Back, Mugafon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Brandy, always, always say Mike when you don't know the, you don't know the name. You'll be close. Matthew James Tax Welfare, uh, Wealth Management Hotline, MatthewJames.com. MatthewJames.com. Did you I knew you didn't hear me? He was on there. I said, when you don't know something, remember somebody's name, just say Mike. <laughs> you got a chance. Well, you got a chance. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, man. I never thought of it like that, but okay. All right. Stuart writes, you're right, it's important to ask Republican candidates whether they will endorse the Republican to make the runoff. I, I think it's big time important. The field essentially said Sean Wilson will finish first in the primary unless another strong Democrat, uh, Wilson's going to be first. 
Okay, that's why Pothole can't be left alone with his $18 billion backlog. Uh, unfortunately, other Republicans will attack Jeff Landry as he is the leading Republican, and they feel they need to displace him. And unfortunately, that's the nature of politics today. Ultimately, it'll be Wilson Landry, and the rest of the Republicans need to support Landry. Why not whoever it is they support? And, and that's my question for Stephen Wagersback. Is he... The anti-anybody-but-Landry campaign. Uh, listen, he knows. He knows if he's the anybody-but-Landry. He knows. He, I don't know. He knows. So, no, lady, they're going to show who's giving you money. Uh, that's my big concern. The other concern is, is uh, I, I, I just I don't see him being a big player in this right now. I just don't. Show me five, ten million dollars. It's a different story. Anyway, let's take a phone call. We got Representative Chuck Owen joins us. Chuck, how you doing, bud? Good morning, Moon. Y'all have a good day in Baton Rouge yesterday. Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, yeah, oh yeah. We was at the uh, Solutions Summit, and uh, yeah, it, it all went well. Yeah, I heard some of your interviews. They sounded really good. Uh, hope they got a lot of good ideas thrown out there. <laughs> oh, better than that. I hope somebody runs with the good ideas so we can change what's going on. <laughs> That'd be even more better. Well, what I, what I called to tell you about today and tell the audience about is something that's going on next week in Lafayette on Thursday. Um, the U- University of Louisiana system, uh, primarily with uh, the, the, the help of Dr. Jim Henderson, the president of the system, and, and I are going to host a uh, free expression summit next Thursday, uh, starting at 1230 at uh, a place called the Light Center in uh, on the UL campus. Uh, you know, I... I, as a legislator, am very concerned, and I, as a citizen, am very concerned about the state of free expression and people being able to speak and to do things on campus. You hear you hear stuff all over the country about people being shut down and shut out and canceled and all this other stuff on college campuses. And I just kind of heard it anecdotally, Moon, before last year, and then a guy... Uh, uh, a media guy from around here told me where Louisiana was ranking in that, and surprisingly, we had hardly, we had very little structural support for free expression on campuses in Louisiana, wow. public schools. Wow. So we passed a law last year shoring that up, and I think we're going in the right direction. But I, I told Dr. Henderson, I said, why don't we get people together from all the political spectrums, left and right and center, and anybody wants to come, and I want in, we've invited all of the university systems. We've invited Southern, we've invited LSU, we've invited the UL system, we've invited the private schools to come and to talk about where we are with free speech on, or free expression on college campuses. And so that's what we're going to do next week. We, we got uh, uh, you know a, 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 a good set of panelists and moderators coming. I don't know if you know the name Melinda DeSlot. She used to be uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, in the media. I've asked Melinda to be one of the moderators. I'm very familiar. Um, I, I, you know, she she is a hard nosed journalist. Um, you know, sometimes she's tough, but she's usually fair. I've got a guy named uh, Sam Hanna from up in uh, know, up I, in Monroe who owns I, some papers. Who's coming I, in? I personally know uh, Sam really well. I've been knowing Sam for ooh, a long time. Yep, and I, I, I invited people from all across the political spectrum. Um, UL's Office of, uh, of Protocol made the invites, you know, at the senior levels. There's a, there's a Dr. Samuels that's coming from Southern. Uh, there's, there's a Dr. Swanson coming from UL Lafayette. Um, there's a Dr. John Sutherland coming from ULM. Um, and, and I just want people to get into a room 
and for it's only about four hours long, but just talk about where we are with allowing kids and other people to demonstrate on campus, and then hopefully even dive into what's going on in the classroom, not trying to talk about stifling academic freedom or anything. But I, I think kids are afraid to speak up these days, and, and I, that needs to stop. Everybody needs to be able to talk, Moon. Well, uh, the only problem so, I got with what you said is Brandon's over here cringing because he, he didn't hear any talk radio show hosts of talk radio people being there. So he's kind of <laughs> worried about it, Chuck. That's why I'm inviting. <laughs> That's why I'm making the call. I'm inviting y'all. I'm inviting Cruer. I'm going to invite McKay. I'm going to invite everybody I know who's, who, who has a dog in this hunt. You know, people get canceled all the time. Listen, I got an email the other day, Moon, from a professor at a university in this state. I'm not going to tell you which one. She said, Representative Owen, I would love to come. She said, but just showing up at an event like this might get me canceled inside my own uh, academic college. Oh, my God. And it's like, come on. I thought this was the United States of America. So I want to confront this head on. I want to see who comes. And, you know, we've got to be able to disagree. I mean, you have to have reasonable disagreement. I, I, I just I, I think we need to do this because I think we're getting to a dangerous spot. All right. Now, so give me the details of it again. All right, Thursday, the 16th, at UL Lafayette, at the Light Center, starting at 1230. There is a, uh, is a place people can go to register if they want to. I will put it on my Facebook where people can go to register. I'll, I'll send a link to y'all. Um, so, yeah, Thursday, UL Lafayette, 1230, place okay. called the Light Center. Okay. And Dr. Jim Henderson's going to be there. Said uh, we've not heard from LSU. I sure hope LSU will will participate. Um, I I've me- I mentioned it to one of their board of supervisors members, and he told me they were interested, but I, I've not heard from them. I hope they'll come because it, we all we all need to talk about this move. Yeah, uh, well, I think everybody needs to have a voice too. It's uh, it's sad, but for a country in the United States of America, they just want one voice. Like Barack Obama yep. said, he wants one voice. And only a couple people can be the narrator of news. That is as communistic thought from Barack Obama than is anything. And that's probably what all these people are doing what they're doing now. They took it for granted what he said. I mean, they took it to life. That's where a lot of them, you know, they they throw up on the rug over Fox News and really being the only prominent alternative to news. Everyone says they shouldn't be out there because they're spreading misinformation. Well, what if I think CNN's misinformation? And, and we, we ought to be able to choose what we consume. And the government does not ever need to have a filter on it. They shouldn't need to put pressure on people for what they say. And uh, it's it, it, this is what goes on in, in dictatorships, man. Yeah, oh, there's so. no doubt about it. I'm telling you, shutting the voice, coming up with all it. That's the narrative. That's the Barack Obama way of doing it. And just shut everybody down. And that's why I think you see what you see now through Joe Biden. You Remember, they tried to do a disinformation czar. <laughs> And that was all designed. I mean, that came right out of the books of hell and Hitler. And that was yep. Barack Obama that wanted. So, I mean, it's, oh, it's, yes. it's, it's crazy, man. Is it right? So, well, anyway, thank you for letting me get on the air. Uh, I awesome. hope you guys have a good weekend. All right, Chuck. Appreciate the call, man. Take care. All right. Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline is 844-766-6607. One other quick thing before we take the break. Lanny Keller, who's still can't believe they give him a pen. I'd rather give him a pen than a gun, though. Uh, he writes an article. Good news for GOP is John Bell Edwards can't run again because he might win. He, he, you know where his poll numbers are? In the low 40s. Okay, and Lanny Keller, 
And then they loved him some Bell Edwards. And this guy hurt this state. And so Lanny Keller's out there talking about how eh, he might would win. Yeah, if Republicans beat each other up, he would win. That's the only reason he won in the first time. Okay? The mission, he says, the mission not yet accomplished is to show that Edwards' moderate and largely pro-business decision was some sort of disaster. Folks, there was no pro-business decision. How come we lost 70,000 people the last two years, Lanny? Jobs. If you're a pro-business governor, why are you losing jobs and people? And the guy don't care what he writes. And he's not a moderate. He's woke. He wants little boys to become little girls and play in sports and go to the bathroom. Lanny, that's not moderate. That's woke. That's a joke. That's Edwards. Gee, how did that, I'm telling you, that to take the pen away from this guy. Maybe give him a gun. Uh, and he starts saying a likely explanation why Edwards is so good is that uh, he negotiated huge disasters like COVID and hurricanes and, and a subsequent crime wave The Governor Lee's office fairly popular. When did he stop the crime wave? Three of our cities in the top five, top ten for crime. One of them, New Orleans, is the murder capital of the world. Baton Rouge is number five in crime. And Shreveport are getting one killing every four days. And Lanny Keller says he stopped the crime wave. He didn't do anything, Lanny. Boy, you talk about a knucklehead. <laughs> I mean, does this guy need a nickname or what? I mean... And I did come up with one. I forgot the dang thing already. Oh, Lanny No Clue Keller. This dude has no clue on any subject. And then he says he's popular. Folks, his numbers are in the low 40s. It was a year ago at this time, uh, and I'm looking at the article that I wrote now, when he had dropped below 40%. And they were talking about how unusual the drop was right. that he had gotten so low. You, you, you know what's funny? Mm. <clears throat> if he was so popular and he was so bad, why didn't he run against John Kennedy in the Senate race? He would have got thy rear end handed to him by 20 points, and he knew it because they were all hoping they would challenge Kennedy. But he would have never, I mean, never did. And if he didn't have Republican knuckleheads that went against each other, he was never the governor in the first place. Lanny, no clue Keller, no clue on anything. No clue on Edwards, no clue on economics. The dude needs to be put to pasture. Horrible. By the way, he's the head of the editorial board. Now, that's John George's buddy. Whew. We got to take a break. Tim Metcalf comes in here and we can eat a little bit. We'll be right back. Schumacher Homes are committed to making the custom home building process as enjoyable and hassle-free as possible. They recently took home Gold, the National Association of Home Builders, for best virtual sales experience from their website. Hey, that means it was easy. People liked it, and they loved what they got into. Provides homeowners with the opportunity to customize their dream home all from the conference of their current home. How about that for service? Plus, it even features an online floor plan finder to help you find a perfect match for your needs. SchumacherHomes.com. SchumacherHomes.com. Go to the website. Website account area is free, and it's a great way to start exploring building your custom home. They're going to build it from start to finish. They're going to walk with you every step of the way. SchumacherHomes.com. SchumacherHomes.com. If you want a custom home and you want it built right and you want to be proud of it, you owe it to yourself to go to SchumacherHomes.com. SchumacherHomes.com. I promise you, when you go there, it's going to be an experience like no other. 
SchumacherHomes.com. Let them build that custom home for you. Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. Pests in Louisiana are as unique as our state, and you need experience to keep the pests away. Termites are responsible for more than $1 billion of damage in Louisiana alone. J&J Exterminating has over 55 years' experience in keeping your home safe. Trust J&J Exterminating to shield your home, business, and property 365 days a year with 100% satisfaction guarantee. J&J Exterminating. Yeah. Line One is a business telecom provider. Line One specializes in cloud-based communication with superior customer service. If you're frustrated with phone bills you can't understand, endless hold time to customer support, and phone system that is not meeting your needs, then you need to go to Line.One and schedule a free consultation to advance your business phone system. Line One, technology with a human touch. Go to Line.One and tell them Moon sent you. Again, that is Line.One. Hey, folks, it's Moon Grow. Hi, hello. Welcome back. Moon Griffon Show. Great to have you with us. Open Forum Friday, Matthew James Tax Wealth Management. Hotline 844-766-6607 is the number if you'd like to be part of the program. Tim Metcalf's in the house. Of course, Tim Metcalf, they own uh, Dino's Pizza and uh, also Prejean's and two lo- great locations. It's always been two for Dino's, Southside and College Saloon. But now, uh, and everybody knows about Prejean's on I-49, but now in Broussard, so it's a little bit more convenient. Anyway, good to see you. Nice to see you. I mean, it's been a while. Been a couple he, of weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I was yeah. gone last week, so We're I traveled. Right, sense. right. You had to. I got pulled. I got pulled away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, what you got today? Uh, well, you know, we're still in Lent, so I brought um, pizza. We do half and halves. We did half Marie Laveau, half shrimp Aladino, uh, and I brought fried shrimp. So we bought the uh, just our regular fried shrimp, and then I brought the uh, samurai shrimp, which is tossed yeah. in sriracha. You don't mayo. have to about the eighth one. I actually would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually, what that was, and, and when you said it, it hit me. Right? That was that. Well, that was well Moo took the first bite, and then he immediately barred the door to keep everybody else from coming in and getting some. By the way, you saw Janet. <laughs> Janet weighs ninety pounds on a great day, right? Okay, I'm well, like, she eats ten like, pounds like, of food. Like, yeah. yeah, but she could eat like right. her and ninety pounds. Yeah. So, and I've always said, Tim, you know that's how the building's built. You open the front door and the back door when the wind's blowing from the south. I think I'm saying that right. Right, goes right through the building. If you'd open it up, right, 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 right. Coca-Cola plants behind us. If the wind comes right through, I think it's going to take Janet and put it on top of Coca-Cola. <laughs> it might. It <laughs> might. Little, that's how small All 90 Janet pounds is. of her, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, how's everything going? Good. Let's, good. let's, let's talk about, uh, uh, of course, Prejones are going real well. I mean, you, Both both Prejones are going well. Knock on wood. We started our boiled crawfish. We're boiling now. You're all boiling. Okay. We, got, we opened the patio on the Broussard location. Uh, we got music tonight. Kip Sonia tonight. I, I, didn't Big even, deal. I didn't even ask you when you were going to open that, but yeah. I figured that thing was really right. Right, 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 right. We were trying to get the bar on the patio fully functional, and, <clears throat> I, you know, I don't want to talk too bad about our government, but they always put up roadblocks. <laughs> so we're trying to figure out how we do it to make it proper for the government. Well, I'll tell you what, it's, it, it, and that's that's what I was going to talk to you about. The the strains they put on, prop, on, on, on small businesses, Little things that just slow you guys oh down. Oh I, I, it's all over. It's, I, not, could, it's all over the place. We could, we could talk for two hours. Yeah. It's, it's, has yeah. The, has it, one of the things I wanted to ask you as a business guy to have to deal with a lot of people, uh, has, the, has the 
employment gotten a little better, a little easier? Employment's gotten better. Do you feel like employment's gotten better, better, but we're modifying hours and pay structures and uh, vacation. And, you know, it used to be you get two weeks vacation, and now you have to do like a week vacation and so many personal days and so many sick days. Is that all yeah. coming from government? Too? No. No, it's just... You're saying it's negotiating within the business. Correct. They, it's what people, they like to hear it better. It's, it's a different message. You know, we're old. You and I are old. We went to work. We didn't miss work. Bite, bite your tongue. We didn't, we, didn't miss, we didn't miss work. We went to work no. sick or whatever. Your dog died. We just went to work. And, and these days, it's just a different culture. You know, they want a personal day for whatever. And then a sick day. And, and um, But the sick days are good because really, you don't want your whole... I get it. You know... Your whole staff infected, but but but, it, but it's yeah. it's kind of a, a business uh, tendency to compete. Somebody else is doing, they're doing it. And you look up and say, "Well, I'm gonna have to do that to keep my employees right, or right. get right, right, right. better employees." Or but far as the hiring and the number of people looking for jobs and coming by, it's, it's what, is, what has that been? It's getting better. Okay, either either it's getting better or are you have adjusted our, so mo- our momentum of what we're doing. Keep opening restaurants and and. Uh, Busy but are you, are you still hearing in the work world here in Louisiana? Are you still oh. hearing the people still struggling with employees? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tim, I, Absolutely. But quick. it's like the smaller towns. The areas, Lafayette's not so bad. Go to New Iberia, go to Abbeville. Small areas, yeah. Small, these small rural towns. You know, they depend. Opp- I've had opportunities to open like little express units. I'm like, I can't get anybody to work in these in these small areas. Young people leave. They leave. You know, they're coming, they're coming, they're they're coming to Lafayette. They come to school in Lafayette and they don't leave. And they, or they, get, they graduate school and they go to Texas. Florida. <laughs> we need to stop that, though. We need to you know, stop I know you. The people that are working for you, for the most part, are not going to be college grads. They're going to be more high school and, and people in, that are in college. Well, they're in college. They're in co- no, no, they're in college. No, no, they're, they're in college. They're in college, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, uh, you lost some waitresses, and every one of them left because they graduated. One was a school teacher. Right. I forgot what the other one was in, but they had worked with you for a while. I mean, right. really. Oh, really, no. They they were, and by the way, they were very good. They were. They were excellent. They worked their way through school, and then they, they you know, they get jobs. But, you know, that's the typical deal. You know, just like Edwards is trying to raise the minimum wage, Timber. I can be wrong. I think you're paying way more than minimum wage. Way more than is minimum wage. Is the minimum wage even important anymore? So, nobody's going to look at a job for seven twenty-five an hour. It's just, but even if they raise it to eight fifty or nine dollars, st- most people are still going to, they can find that. Well, that's not even a starting wage. Better. Yeah, it's it, that's political posturing. Just, that's all it that, is. That's all it is. That's all yeah, it. why even worry about the minimum it's, it's wage when be, most 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 of the people are already paying way beyond what the minimum wage increase would be? Correct. Okay, and then number two, I mean, you know, the, the guys out there working can compete and they can find other jobs if they want to. There's, there's people paying money out there. Absolutely. And and if you're in college, really, you just want a job to, for spending money or they'll to help yourself. They'll beer money on the weekend, a little gas money in your car, so it, you know. But some of them... You know, the girl that works the counter, you know, the blonde, yeah. she put herself through college. She has a car paid for cash. Yeah. She she has a, she well, her own house. And she put herself through master's you degree got, with zero student debt working for yeah, her. Yeah, and you, but what I'm saying is you got people that will work for you forever that'll do real well oh, with absolutely. you. Oh, absolutely. Because you got four locations, not to mention you got marketing. You got so much going on. Right. right. Brother, it's always Thank a pleasure. You, I mean, it's good to see you again. It is. Don't it's see, been a while. Don't, don't let the... Listening artists forget we bought Marcelo's wine shop too. So oh, Dustin, before you asked me to give him a he shout never, out, he never, he never asked me to do. It. Hey, he <laughs> told me Dustin will come see me for you if I don't mention it. So I think hey. I'm gonna mention it. <laughs> but take a break. Be right back.
Hey, folks, don't do pain, do you. What am I talking about? The joint chiropractic. It's unlike anything you've experienced. No appointments are necessary. Just walk in. Open evenings and weekends. No insurance hassles, just affordable chiropractic care. Right now, you can take advantage of their new patient special for only $29, which includes consultation, exam, and adjustment. That's a $45 value. Find location of you by visiting thejoint.com. That's thejoint.com. You know that Acadiana Security Plus is the best local choice for commercial security. But did you also know they are ranked nationally as a top 100 integrator? Acadiana Security Plus is your one-step technology partner, offering integrated intrusion and access control, state-of-the-art cameras with video verification, and mass notification. Their app gives you control from anywhere, so your business is always safe and secure. Call Acadiana Security Plus today at 839 839- 1880. That's 839-1880. Or visit getaspnow.com. Oh, Shucks, you've been hearing me brag about Shucks. Been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. I'm telling you right now, there's shrimp, there's oysters, there's fish, all fresh every day right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to Shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call Shucks. Let them cater the event for you. Or you can go pick it up. Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. Shucks, oh, they're good. Have you heard about stockapond.com? Are you looking to get in a private bass and brim fishing lease? Or maybe fish stocking for your private lake or pond? Then Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery has what you are looking for. It business for over 30 years. Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery offers the best private fishing lease and fish for stocking lakes and ponds in Louisiana. You can visit that website at stockapond.com. That's stockapond.com. Don't forget it, stockapond.com. I'm Hannah Como, and I'm here with my husband, Brandon. We are so passionate about helping marriages grow and succeed. And as a licensed marriage and family therapist, I know the importance of investing in your relationship. We believe that a good marriage is the foundation of a healthy family. We also understand that marriage is hard and the challenges that we face in today's society are different from those of the past. Our goal is to help you navigate those changes and to gain the skills to build a better marriage together. Listen in weekly to The Modern Marriage to help you create the marriage you have always wanted. Sunday evenings from 5 to 6 p.m. here on News Talk 96.5 K. Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. If you'd like to be part of the program, have your opportunity to be a, a voice. All right. Uh, you know what? I don't know if Gary's going to be on or not. I thought he was coming on. I'm looking at my phone. Uh, we'll see. He may make it. He may not. You know, uh, 
every every you know everybody's gonna start talking about the governor's race up the road. It's it's you know, and here's Lanny Keller writing about how great John Bell Edwards is, and I'm telling you, folks, smoke my word. He set us back, and he set us back bad. And you can get mad at me for saying that. I used to be the guy who challenged Bobby Jindal all the time. People got mad at me then. But I'm not wrong on this cat. And we're losing people, and nothing changes, and he don't even care. He had no vision for the state. His vision is for him and his buddies. Still no vision for the state, you know? When I read Lanny Keller and that advocate, that piece of trash that John George has made it into a piece of trash with some of these people that write for him, uh, Lanny, uh, no clue Keller. He has no clue on any subject, nothing. He really doesn't have a clue on anything. That's right stuff. And it's, it's to anybody but land requirements. And, 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 and that, that, it concerns me. Okay. Because the people that are anybody but Landry crowd are the people who are, who run this state. Some of them are Republicans. The Richard Lipsy's group, the, some of these other people that make money from government. And I'm going to talk about it as long as I'm able to. I just, the media is, uh, it's just, they cuckoo is the ones up uh, north in uh, Washington, D.C. They're just nuts. They, and they really don't care about the state. They don't really care about you and me. They don't care about the poor. Let me tell you something. If you're driving people to be poor to keep just taking benefits from the state and from the federal government, you're not helping them. Because really, there's opportunities for people to get better and go do for themselves. If you're not doing it for yourself, your ship's never coming in. You might get enough to get by and enough to make it, but you're going to struggle all your life. If the government is all you, if it's what you depend on, and we're made, and this government has made a lot of people more dependent. And Medicaid, Medicaid is the biggest example of that. They have made so many people more dependent on a federal government and a state government and making sure the government is giving you, giving you, giving you, giving you. They are. If, if, if these welfare programs were really set up for people that couldn't make it, okay, then we, they shouldn't be, sweat, be growing. They shouldn't be swelling. What ought to be happening is there ought to be a program that when you get benefits, you have to go get a trade and go get a job and your benefit ends. You're going to throw people out there and they go, die. no, what's going to happen to most people? Most people would wake up and go, you know what? I better go get a job. I better go learn a trade. There's not many people that can't learn a job or a trade. I think it's the opposite. I think almost, I didn't say everybody. I got a special need daughter. I get it. Okay. I get it. But for the most part, a lot of people can be doing it for themselves, but if you keep voting for elected officials that are helping inflation skyrocket and all you are is a money-grabbing politician, and that's what a lot of these people are, not all, money-grabbing as in the federal government's going to send this money, and I see our elected officials from Washington always talking about, I brought this project, and I brought that project, and I got $5 million for this project, and I got $10 million for this project. I'm just looking at it from that perspective, you know, and that's, that's all you got. We brought home some money. Almost every dollar that comes in from the federal government, that's probably a consultant or a lawyer or somebody that's going to make some money on it. Not all lawyers. So I'm a, 
I, I, it's, it's just, I don't know why a newspaper like that. I'm off any of these Republicans. And look, I, I don't know Sean Wilson well. I'm, I think I met Sean maybe a couple of times. I know the politics are going to be, if he's with Edwards and Edwards was a great guy, then uh, he's going to be a problem if he was to become governor. And he can't talk about building bridges. And that was a little neat little theme. I ain't going to build bridges because he's at DOTD and we have no bridges being built. I love when Edwards and Wilson said, we got more money now to make the investments that we need. How did we create that money? We didn't. The federal government came driving by with a, with a boatload of money, a truckload of money, and they got in line and said, throw me something, mister. Throw me something. You know, kind of a Mardi Gras economy. We have right now going on around the country, but in this state in particular, a Mardi Gras economy. Throw me something. Hey, throw me something. That is not the way to run a state. And Wilson is going to be no different than Edwards. And he already said, though, when Edwards, you know, Edwards vetoed the bill twice to protect young girls from having boys say they were girls and come in the locker room and play sports. And then he let it become law and said he disagreed with it. And Sean Wilson said he had to veto that sucker again. Because he's all for little boys being coming to play in girls' sports, even though they're really a biological boy. Now that's I'm sorry, folks, when you have that mindset that that's good, how in the hell can you believe they're going to be a good governor or leader in anything? And Edwards has proved it. No vision, no leadership, and we've been rocked by Edwards. People don't realize that. And even Lanny Keller said, you know, so far, what do you mean so far? The actions they're doing now will affect us in the next year, two or three, sometime 10. I don't care who you vote for governor. You vote for pothole if you want to. I'm trying to find somebody in the governorship that says, hey, I want to change the state. I want our state to do well. I like to see people's families and kids not leave to go work somewhere else. But the only way you can really do that is to pursue things that change the way the state does business and some of the fat cats that are getting rich on the back of government, but they're private businesses, some are Republicans, Democrats, is stop the... Stop the gravy train for them. So you got to have somebody out the box that says enough's enough. When you pick up an article that's talking about uh, a baseball team in Gonzales, and in the middle of the baseball t- baseball team they're talking about in Gonzales, they write uh, two paragraphs on how bad Jeff Landry is. That is a that's a paper that's nutted up. They are crazy. John George and them are nuts with this advocate. Nuts. That's why a lot of people are dropping them. Why are you talking about them? Because, I, because I, I've got to at least inform you how crazy some of this is. Because when they write an article, somebody sends it over here and sends it over there. And they say the advocate said it. And the advocate does not care about Louisiana. The advocate does not care about your kids. They don't care about your kids. And they keep writing, well, these conservatives and Republicans and Landry and them, they are talking about libraries and drag queens. Good. We need somebody to step up and talk about it. But they don't want to talk about it because they support it. I guarantee you, Lanny Keller is all about drag queens being at a library or a uh, a kindergarten class. He thinks that's cool. He got to read his writings. 
Lanny, no clue, Keller, no clue whatsoever. Let's go to David in Shreveport. David, you're on the Moon Graffon Show. Hey, Moon, thanks for uh, taking my call. Uh, I want to tell you a little thing that I thought was strange. Here's two weeks ago, they announced up here in Shreveport that they're going to finally build this bridge across the Red River, and they're going to use the the old, they're going to improve the Jimmy Davis Bridge, and then they're going to take that Jimmy Davis Bridge and make a theme park out of it. And here's Dr. Sean Wilson up here going, yeah, yeah, you know, we're going to move forward on this, and we fought this thing for a number of months. We never have been able to get the I-49 connector. What are we going to do about the I-49 connector? But yet, Sean Wilson is starting out. I'm going to get me some uh, boats up there in North Louisiana, and we're going to move forward with this new project with this Red River Bridge taking place of adding on to the Jimmy Davis Bridge. It, it just is the same old thing. And and let me tell you one thing. I want to thank you personally. You're like a you're like a pit bull in the Democrats' butt. You remind people. Uh, well, I tell I you what, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad you placed me in somebody's butt. That makes me feel a lot better, David. <laughs> well, I'm telling you what, there ain't no worse. There ain't no worse feeling, but like they said, oh, Dan Bongino made a comment to a caller, and these Republicans, these never-Trumpers, they want to move on. And, and, and you know what? You got to keep reminding voters to go, no, this is what happened the last two years with January 6th. You got them, and these people want you to forget. But you're a, you're a voice out there that are always reminding, hey, this is how they roll, and you're going to have to stay persistent and keep it on the minds of the voters. But that's how Sean Wilson, he's up here. Oh, I'm going to do something good for North Louisiana, and then they start this thing. I'm going. Well, what about the I-49 connection? Not only you know, that, ask him but, about anything. They were supposed to start doing something in Baton Rouge when they came off the over the bridge when you get into Baton Rouge and they shut that down because it was going to go to one lane and it was going to be a problem for them. Anyway, got to go. When you think about how you spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could? Protect all or most of your retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at Matthew-James.com. Folks, if you get a chance to be in Shreveport or Baton Rouge, New Orleans, you know, and you haven't checked out Superior Grill and you like good Mexican food, please go to Superior Grill. Go check them out. You're going to enjoy. Everybody that I've sent there have really enjoyed the great taste of Superior Grill. They love the food. It's a big menu. It's a lot of different things you can pull out from the enchiladas to the fajitas to the tacos to the quesadillas to the steak to the hamburgers. They do it all at Superior Grill and that salsa and that queso is all so good. All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home, 
And you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater and, and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street and Highland Road and Baton Rouge and St. Charles Avenue and New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So, hey, check them out. If you're headed that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. Finding great people to... This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. Matthew James, Tax Wealth Management Hotline. If you'd like to be part of the program, your opportunity to be a voice. Uh, somebody wrote, I don't know what happened to Lana Kelly. He used to work with Dave Train back in the day. I don't know. I guess we all have a chance to nut up as we get older. <laughs> uh, somebody says, hey, and by the way, somebody made a point. Uh, Landry don't make the runoff. He needs to endorse. I, I'm not saying Landry in the runoff. I'm saying... And it's real simple with me. I'm saying what you ought to do, and I will, and all of them, I look for all these people to come by, including Wade. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to ask them if they're going to endorse the Republican if they get beat. If they can't really say, yeah, you know, I don't know what to do with that. You know, Responi and Abraham decided that they were going to do that, and Eddie goes negative. I'm telling you, the, the one they ought to go after is uh, – it's, it's, it's Sean Pothole Wilson. I mean, they need to go after the pothole. We need it filled. What you laughing at over there? You must be reading something over there. I know you're not laughing at me. Yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely reading something over here. <laughs> okay, I thought that's what you were doing. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, folks, just how this, this, let me tell you how this is going to probably play out. Let's just say the field set. I'm not sure the field set. I'm just being blunt with you. I'm not sure the field set. And and we see a lot of twists and turns anyway, so who knows? You know, maybe Clay Shakes not I get in that. <laughs> that excuse me. Lost my thought process there. Uh what happens is so pothole, Sean is already in the row. As of today, if the field was set, Sean's in the row. He's in the row. Don't, don't even argue with me on that. I'll take that bet. So, you got Schroeder, Hewitt, Landry, Nelson, and now Stephen Wagersman. See, Stephen, I said your whole name because nobody knows who you are. But that's I'm a nice guy like that, Stephen. They really don't know who he is. So anyway, even Roy Fletcher said that. So here's what happened: if if you only got two that can make the runoff, I'm just using a little common sense here, folks. This is not what you're reading, advocate. Wilson's sitting in the runoff already. Today he's in the runoff. The other five, with the with the help of the advocate Jim Beam and people like that, they're gonna want the other five to beat on each other. So, and then the media is gonna beat up on Landry. And so what they're hoping is they could develop what happened with John Bell, which is really simple. John Bell Edwards never had a chance the first time or the second time, with the exception 
Republicans. And people that normally vote for Republicans decide, oh, I want to vote with somebody that's on a code. And there's no, there's, there might be on a code in the military, but there ain't no on a code in politics. So they beat on each other, beat on each other, beat on each other. And then the percentage of Republican voters, they're not just Republicans, decide, I'm not going to vote. And then you got four of the five that decide that I am not endorsing the guy at the top, no matter who the name is. So you don't vote for the guy at the top that's sending a message to your uh that's sending a message to the other your your people that voted for you, whether we had two percent, five percent, or fifteen percent, that we don't need to vote for this guy. And what people do, they either don't go vote, or they may even vote for the, the leftist uh, woke Democrat Sean Pothole Wilson. That's how we lose. That's why it's an important question. But here's the big thing. If there's only one position, and there's only one left, and it's going to be filled by a Republican, whoever everybody thinks is at the top, whoever they think is at the top in the polls and money and everything else, to beat that person, what do you have to do? You have to pull voters off of that person or make somebody hate somebody right around you. And so there goes the plan. If I can get enough votes off of candidate A, the big dog, whoever's leading it, what do you have to do to get numbers off of him? Go negative on the candidate. And then here's what Gumbo Pack and the Gannett newspaper and the left would do. If, Brandon, follow me on this. If Wagaspack says something bad about Landry and Schroeder says something bad about Wagaspack and Wagaspack uh, said something bad about you or you had said something bad about Wagaspack and, and Jeff Landry said something bad about Richard Nelson. You see what I'm saying? And they get it on tape. And then what they're going to do exactly like they did with Vitter and exactly like they did with Responding. They're going to play the Republicans' negative response against another Republican and one of them's in a the runoff and whatever said was, was said bad about him will show up in an advertisement and and Miss, Miss and Miss uh, Smith watching TV, not paying attention to anything, will look up and say, well, that Republican says he's a worthless piece of crap. And I'm seeing, I'm seeing uh, commercials on this. And if he's worthless, I'm not voting. Or they go, he's so bad, I'm going to vote for the Democrat. And that's what they did with Edwards against Vitter. And people bought into it. A man who should have never been governor. He shouldn't even been in a ball game of governor. So what is the what is the what is the game plan? Well, look at the game plan. The last two governors' race, both races happened exactly the same way. It was negative Democrats, I mean Republicans, going against each other. And then we got to the look at Jay Dorn. Jay Dorn got to play governor, co-governor for seven, eight years, a retirement from heaven, sixteen, eighteen thousand dollars a month, the rest of his life. And by the way, if somebody wants to contradict that, please send me the real number. I'd be glad to put it on the air because I am a nice guy. He, he His ship came in. All he had to do was knife fitter. Just knife him in the back hard as he could. And, and you're going to believe rhino leftist Republicans? And that's, that's where we're going. And so when somebody says that can't happen again, I don't know. I never ask any of the candidates, are they going to go after the other candidate? And I've never asked any of the candidates if they're going to support the candidate that gets it. And if you had closed primaries, we could find out today where Landry stands, 
where Schroeder stands, where Hewitt stands, where Nelson stands, and where Stephen Wagesback stands, if you had a closed Republican primary, we wouldn't even be worried about this because we would have our candidate in about a month if you did it in April. Okay, and you got time to mend the fences between now and then. But the way we set up, 30 days basically after the first election is the runoff. And ain't enough days to anybody to get happy and high-five each other. It's not. You notice what they're doing already? Anything Billy Nunn gets ever said about Jeff Landry, not a good person, they're already putting that in articles. They already got it ready to go in the gumbo pack. Just telling you how it works. It, it, uh, it ain't pretty. And it can't happen again. And then you got Pothole, who's going to take the Edwards legacy and run our state even more. And, and Pothole will be looking for a fresh new tax in about, I don't know, 10 days after he's elected. He's going to push a tax. He's going to push a road tax. He's going to push a, we'll push no tell how many taxes. And we'll have Republicans like Clay Shakes, not a type, Jay Dorn type, John Cousin, I mean, uh, Paul Cousin, whatever his name is. I know him as Cocktail Cousin, so that's all I know him about. Or Paula Pelosi Davis. She don't mind voting for a tax. She's proud of running taxes down our throat. And that's what happens. And that's what it is. About one, one place to get in the runoff now. And you got to beat up somebody. And then somebody's going to get their feelings. We got to take a break, folks. God bless. Have a great weekend for people to leave. And check me out at moongraphon.com. Listen live. One more hour to go. Have a good weekend. A show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show. And here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL.